This is so good. I had to share it with you. Uh, we got this from a teacher who knows the principal involved. Um, he feels strongly that the kids should be back in school, um, and he gives his uh, permission to share it. I will just uh, I, I will read most of it to you because it is so brilliant. I don't want to leave much out. He writes, my name is Justin Kern, proud principal of Gridley High School. That is in the northern part of Cal Unicornia. I email you today to express my concerns from an educational perspective about the approach that has been taken with our schools. I hope these points will make it into the conversation amongst decision makers immediately. Are you listening, Gavin? Our county, uh, that was me, not him. Our county and state leaders to this point have demonstrated no fundamental understanding of education at best, ah! or at worst, value control under the guise of protecting us from ourselves more than children getting their education. All obviously true. <clears throat> Quite simply, we are not meeting the needs or acting in the best interests of our children. I fumble for the words to describe what is taking place as I find it incomprehensible. We have shut down the most essential business of all, our schools. Without school, many other businesses can never fully open or staff at capacity. Uh, Parents, you know, having to be at home with their kids. Uh, But this is, A, not the point. As someone tasked with putting the interests of students first... I cannot reconcile the closures. Originally, my argument was embedded in that I fear an uneducated populace. I believe you are well aware of the ignorance on display daily across the nation, much more than I fear the unknown. However, now I find my focus on the do-no-harm mantra that the Capitol paraded out to us in the spring. Can we possibly cause more harm by doing what we are doing? I do not think of a decision causing more harm than shutting down our schools. Our collective approach has been to be the most punitive to school-age children. The data, the science, and common sense simply do not support the severity of the path chosen. It is an undisputed and irrefutable fact that K-12 through students are the demographic least likely to be impacted negatively by COVID-19. I am well aware that they can be carriers and often can be asymptomatic. Are there risks? Of course. There is a risk getting out of bed in the morning, getting in a motor vehicle, or eating undercooked chicken. We cannot make life-altering decisions on what might happen. And quite honestly, that shouldn't be a political choice to make. Then he gets into uh, child abuse and how it's high in the county and how this has increased it. And he goes on to say, mental health is another aspect exacerbated by the closures. As students' engagement with schools and peers diminishes, anxiety and other mental health and emotional problems increase. As a community that's already been rocked by multiple suicides this past year and several attempts, this really hits home. On a national level, we will lose more young people to suicide than COVID, and it won't even be close. Wow. As far as high school students and families I serve, they have been flat out robbed, deprived of athletics, life experiences, social development, prom, so on and on, with no end in sight. These are benchmarks for some, but milestones for others. I struggle with the save us from ourselves approach. Well, the businesses that sell vape devices to my teenagers that had a lot of free time on their hands remain open and uneffective. Good one. Unaffected. While some community members have been impacted by the virus, I wish no one would have to endure. I believe that our community is a major, fundamentally believes that lack of exercise, processed foods, vaping, pose a greater threat to our overall health, certainly the kids, than COVID. The CDC's considerations for long-term school closure does not and is not ever supported the course of action we have taken. Then he gets into the, the equity we're looking for. 
in education under the current guidance is a farce. The educational gap is growing, and everybody knows it, as people with means have their students with teachers receiving an education. You're kidding yourself if you don't think this occurs. Where's the equity in that? Some schools are open, and the teachers often travel from their Tier 1 residence to get there. Does this make sense? And, you know, he closes by more or less summarizing his case. There is far more damage, multiples more damage being done to the kids by keeping them out of school than by whatever risk COVID holds for them. The survival rate under 50 is almost 100%. Yeah, undoubtedly for kids, true. It I mean, is. There's just no arguing. No, absolutely not. But yet it continues all kinds of places. Right. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying. Well, and at the risk of repeating ourselves from the last segment, the only fear is COVID, and we're so terrified. We're forgetting that there are many other wolves at our doors, and the doors of the children, and acting it, as if those things don't exist. It is it is stupidity. Piled on belligerence, piled on, I don't know, disregard for our rights. I don't know what's, I don't completely understand what's driving it. I mean, you got the whole teachers union thing. Um, then you've got the weird love, falling in love with power thing that yeah. I don't quite understand. You've got the modern expecting to live forever phenomenon. Yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. More and more tolerance of, of government intrusion into our lives. If the government tells us to do it, we have to do it. I, I don't know what this person's politics are, but we played that uh, that principle from the Minneapolis area over the weekend. I guarantee you she's no right winger. Um, uh, and she was saying basically the same things and added in the part about our kids drive by all these homeless people standing around. And, and you know, they're wondering, I can't go to school. I can't do this. I can't do that. But they they get to do whatever they want. And nobody cares. Right. I mean, that none of that makes sense. The gangbangers are hanging out on the corner. And our kids, with nothing but free time, go over and talk to them and wonder, why can't I be in school? They're why, gathered. Why can't I have football practice when they're hanging out? Yeah, Exactly. It's... And she went on to make the point also that the, these, these kids have the idle hands that are the devil's playthings. You've got to keep the kids busy. Every society has known that since the dawn of man. Well, I've been wondering since April of last year, why aren't more grown-ups saying out loud, this is a disaster, nobody's learning anything, my kid's depressed, does anybody think this is working? Sorry to quibble, but it was April of this year. It just seems like it's been going on oh, yeah, for April last of this school year. year. Yeah. 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 <sighs> I don't It was get immediately it. clear that it was a disaster. Right. And still is. It's slightly better, but not much. Fight the power, folks. Seriously. Armstrong and Getty.